0: Welcome into episode number one oh three of the Berliana Sports Podcast. Definitely a different face on the on the other side of, of the computer tonight with Dave Van Robes. I think I pronounced that right. Uh coming you did in, good, Ben. Coming from the, the 1420 uh side of the world. How are you doing tonight, my man? I'm I'm doing great. Uh you know I always talk about the weather. Weather's
1: pretty mild. We're hovering around right around thirty two today, and that's just fine for uh for Groundhog Day. Happy Groundhog.
0: yeah uh what what are your thoughts i'll I'll, right off the bat what are your thoughts on uh i think it's kind of it's a tradition but it's the stupidest tradition might be out there it's it's so
1: ridiculous i don't even know why it's a thing and (laughs) and you know to this day i still don't really understand it like it's so he's is six weeks more winners
0: at good or bad That's in my opinion, bad. I I don't like the weather. I don't like the cold, but my thing is like, when does he not see, I got to look up the statistics, but like, when does he not see a shadow, you know, like, come on.
1: Well, especially in, in, in my neck of the woods come February, it's usually fairly over overcast and you're lucky to see the sun. So no sun, (laughs) no shadow. So yeah, it's, it's, it is what it is. I, it's the most ridiculous holiday, if you want to call it. It's no St. Paddy's Day, but of course,
0: it, of course, it takes part uh, place in Pennsylvania of all. Pl- like, I don't know why I, I could out near Pittsburgh, but I have you ever gone you- to Pucks I have not. I've never seen. Uh, <laughs> apparently, it's a real small town. I'm not missing much, but it's funny. It's only 32 degrees here, so not much difference uh, as far away as you are. But anyways, uh, not not a weather show. A sports show we're going to get into kind of the reason dave wanted to to uh come on tonight I mean I think he he envisioned the 49ers running rampant all over the Eagles uh that was not the case but we' we'll, we'll get into the analysis and I'll, I'll give that over to him what what do you think about that game honestly i I felt good winning but I know our, our defensive line was a lot for them to handle and and that's kind of what happened with Purdy but you want to beat a team at full strength but but what do you think about that that 49ers game
1: yeah it was it was disappointing. It was really disappointing um you know in the beginning there, you know, I even put it on on the Twitter machine. I said, uh, zebras 14, 49 or seven. I think uh, <laughs> the Eagles were really fortuitous like that the catch on on fourth down there that's that has to be on shanahan or but you can always blame the rest because that's better to not challenge that catch because we all saw it wasn't a catch. They ended up punching it in. There's your seven. Um, if Seattle goes uh, sorry, if San Fran goes down and scores a touchdown, which they did, then um then they're up seven nothing. And then on that second drive, um it's it's just those penalties that drive me nuts as a fan. Like a ticky-tack pass interference or 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 things like five yards and a first down, five yards and a first down, and that's how Philly scored their second. And then Purdy got hurt and the game was over. And especially when what what was his name? Joe Johnson? Uh, Josh. Nelson, yeah, yeah. Josh Johnson. It doesn't much was, matter. <laughs> no, the moment was too big for him. He did no. actually kind of decent his first drive. And that second <laughs> right. drive when he forgot that the ball was coming at him. <laughs> and then two plays later he's out of the game with a concussion. And it was it was it was over. And then as someone with that's just a fan of the game, I didn't have a horse in the race on that one it was i I paid very little attention in the second half i was just i just had it on in the background to see if something silly would happen, but like you say it's it's too bad um those were the two best teams in the n f c both teams were are are good teams, and it would have been nice to see uh a, a fair fight, but the football gods decided that wasn't gonna happen
0: <laughs> yeah very- very well said i mean it's i don't know i've i hated Ndamukong kong su like his entire career, I think he's a He's the dirtiest of dirty bastards that there are, but he, I mean, to knock Josh Johnson out or yeah, Josh Johnson out. I was, I was like, man, the 49ers cannot catch a break. I mean, they they were talking about at one point that McCaffrey was going to have to just play quarterback. Uh, You kind of saw that. I mean, he made one, that one pass. that was like, no, not even close to anybody, but yeah, not, not the way we wanted to win. I mean, I, I got to say the 49ers in the end of that game, I think they handled it like a bunch of babies. They were, their one offensive lineman threw uh one of the Eagles' safeties to the ground and i think it was trent williams and and he's got like 150 pounds on that guy so i don't know 49ers definitely let their emotions come out in in droves at the end and i get it i mean it's frustrating but they they their fans it it just on twitter it was just going insane i couldn't i couldn't read much of it just because it was driving me nuts all the you know Call it an excuse, yes. I mean, I get it. They're playing with with Purdy, and and they made it this far, but they were just, just absolutely bitching up a storm. And I and like I said, I get it, but it was just too much. So I mean, kind of glad to beat them, not in the way that we did. I'm not proud of that, but I'm not by any means a 49ers guy. After this, they they really those people are just kind of nozzles, all of them, in my estimation. But yeah, I I don't think Jalen Hurts uh, looked. Spectacular. I mean, he made some plays here and there, but it it definitely. I'm always a pessimistic type of fan, so it's it causes concern to go into the Super Bowl the way he looked. I mean, I know that's the best defense in the league, but I don't know. We got to look better next. You know, this next coming up Sunday, and I don't know. Uh, that that Devontae Smith catch was not a catch. Got away with one. It happens, but yeah, not not the best day for the officials. I I think there were bad calls on both sides, but definitely. Early on, the Eagles were getting the calls for whatever reason. I I don't know, but yeah, we'll we'll kind of move on from there. That that's that pretty much wraps it up, and we'll talk more Super Bowl this week. Well, there's a there's a
1: couple things there, like um, San Fran fan, like they fucked with the Rocky Karma. You know, they came up there and dressed up the statue, and they had someone dressed up as Shanahan running up the stairs, like you know it's. <laughs> I think I think traveling fan has just become so much more cocky because they see all this crap happening online and they all want to have their viral moment. So they're doing stupid shit that they shouldn't be doing. And you know, I, I'm I'm imagining ninety percent of these uh, clowns, even as they're doing it, it's like, ah geez, I wouldn't I shouldn't be doing this. And and you know, be a gracious guest and and come there and watch your team hope for the win. But don't don't be an asshole of it. Which is kind of funny because I saw this letter a restaurant owner in Glendale uh, sent out to the business district there and say, "Care batten it batten down your hatches, boys. These Philly fans are something that we've never seen. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so just be ready." One hundred percent. I mean, I don't know if you caught this. Uh, they were really giving – It was Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa. His brother a hell of a weekend. I saw that oh, outside before the game.
1: And you know, you're a professional you know you're gonna get razzed. Why is he, you know, coming with the gay slurs and stuff like that? You're you're well, obviously you're not smarter than that. You <laughs> you're you're a professional athlete and your brother's on the other side and you just, he acted like a clown in the Charger loss. So you know you're gonna take some heat. Just put your head down. And and walk to your suite. Don't be an asshole.
0: Trust me, I, I'm not the best at biting my tongue, and I'm I'm a really emotional person that, to begin with. So I get it. I'm not I'm not condoning it, but I mean, when he said, you know, about your butt, he, first he said, "What are you Snapchatting your butt buddies?" And then he said, "I'm." I, I think he said something along the lines is, "I'm rich as fuck. You're not." And I'm like, "Man, yeah. you, you are a douchebag. You, you, you're forever a douchebag. You're you're forever just a bad guy now." I can't. look I mean, I get throwing your helmet in the game. That's raw emotion. You put your heart and soul into the, every week. But I mean, to just say I'm rich as fuck and you're not like that's no no kidding, man. Like you're in the NFL. Come on, and your brother's in the. You NFL. know, and, and like,
1: and how's that? Like, that's just the 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 fan giving him the shit. There, it's just like, yeah, I got him. I got him. <laughs> yeah. He made that guy's day by making him lose his temper. So he oh, gave yeah. that guy what he wanted, and and he <laughs> comes off looking like an idiot
0: there's a, I don't don't know. There's a clip off the floor to you they were, they were getting to him during the game as well. So they, they found (laughs) where he was in the, in the box, a lot of fans yelling at him and he's, I I couldn't really make out what he's saying, but all game long, he, it looked like he had roid rage. I mean, the guy just can't, can't tolerate any type of hecklers at all, but funny, funny, nevertheless, but I'm not, I'm more of an, I think Nick Bosa seems all right, but Joey got to get his act together. I don't know what's what's going on there, but yeah,
1: I hear you. <laughs> you got to You got to just conduct yourself accordingly. Like, like I said, like you're a guest in the stadium, cheer for your team, but don't be a donkey,
0: especially in the, that place. Like they're going to try every they're going to pull out all the stops to get you upset to begin with. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, moving on from there, uh, we'll move to to Dave's team, the the Denver Broncos. They uh, obviously made a huge hiring with with Sean Payton coming in, surprised kind of the hell out of me. I I thought, you know, giving up the first round pick, this and that, what the, you know, obviously paying him what he wants. I, I didn't know if any team was going to get him, but you guys made the plunge. I think the Broncos have been aggressive in in years past, obviously getting Peyton Manning towards the end, the tail end, and and getting the championship with him. What what do you think? What are your initial thoughts? And uh, you know, how far can this Broncos team go? Huh,
1: you know, I. It, you and I talked off air. Like I, I was excited when they hired um, hired when they traded for Russell last year. I thought this was going to be the quarterback we were missing, and then Hackett, he was uh, the OC for Aaron Rodgers. But you know, as as this season played out, it was apparent that maybe I could have got a head coaching coaching job if I got to be OC for Aaron Rodgers one day, one time. It was first of all the 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 Hackett thing. I was just. As I was watching and as the season progressed, I was just so disgusted by lack of attention to detail. Just the little things that happened, late for field goals, wasted timeouts, all just the kind of shit that that a team, a well-coached team, a well practiced team should have figured out. Um, the hiring of Sean Payton, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I got burned so bad this year. He got you got fired for a reason from from uh, from New Orleans as well, and and I get it. You can't keep a team together forever. And with Breeze gone, the, they they had a respectable year this year. I I hope that with Peyton being there, that's someone that uh, Wilson is going to listen to, um, and and that that he can. They can work together and figure it out because, you know, you don't become shitty in one year and Russell's a good quarterback and he has some weapons uh, at, at the receiver position, the defense, as long as they can keep that rolling in the right directions. I, I sure hope they get to keep that, the, the defensive coordinator there. I forget his name right now. Um, they got a chance. They're a t- they got to play the chiefs twice and the chargers twice. That's, that's nothing. That's, that's not easy. It's not like they're playing in the NFC East. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm real I'm cautiously optimistic, but after how geeked I was after this, uh, uh, Russell Wilson trade last year, I'm going to temper my expectations,
0: uh, for a while and see what happens come fall. That's, that's fair. I, I think I'm as pessimistic as I am. I think the Broncos, if I was in your shoes, I'd be feeling pretty decent. I think Russell will bounce back. Uh, you know, maybe he won't be back. Maybe he won't be back to his uh, Seattle days quite, but I, I think he'll be leaps and bounds on what he was this past season. I mean, it's really up from here. I don't think he can play much worse. Uh, That whole like having an office in, in Denver like Russ, they they reportedly say he does and the three parking spot. I don't know if that'll I don't know if that'll fly with Sean Payton and at the helm.
1: No, I I agree with you, you know, because uh, Peyton also has has the, you know, been there, done that. I got my ring. Um, it's it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, it, it's well, otherwise, Denver's going to have to trade Russ and eat a shit ton of salary if it doesn't work out this year, because, you know, they opened up the <laughs> you know, I was a little worried with uh, this Walmart guy coming into buying the team but clearly he does not give a fuck. He has zeros in his bank account and he's willing to sign the check. And that's, that's encouraging as long as he has someone making the decisions for him. He doesn't go old Jerry Jones on us.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think, I don't know. I mean, i I Sean Payne's obviously had his success, but uh, I mean, he kind of said like, I want this amount of money. Obviously the saints needed the draft pick. Like, He's kind of putting a lot of expectations on himself. Not, not to say that he won't perform and and do a good job, but like, he's kind of put a little bit of a target on his back as far as like, I'm Sean Payton, like, and and you're going to respect that type of deal. So uh, we'll see how it plays out. Um, I would be kind of excited. I mean, like you said, he's proven he got the ring in, in new Orleans. I think that was their first ring to begin with. So their only one. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah.
1: uh, And you know what? Denver's uh, they're, they're a hell of a fan base. Oh, like you know, they're not. They want to win, but they don't. They, of course, they care, but they're gonna pack that stadium. And they're not. They're not. They're not Philly fan. They're not Boston fan. They're. They're a fan, and they they root for the home team. And uh, I just hope if they if they can get a little momentum and feed off the fan base, because you know that uh, I was there this summer for a couple of ball games, and the, the Rockies suck. But the stadium was three quarters full, and, yeah. and it was, it, it was, it, and it's, it's a great environment. It's, it's a, it's a good place to live. I think, I think that, I think they, if they can just get the train moving in the right direction on the tracks, I think, I think there, it is possible for a to make the playoffs, and then, and then make something special happen from there.
0: Yeah, I mean, you you articulated it really well on on your fourteen twenty podcast. Like I said, definitely definitely check fourteen twenty out. Those guys, Brent, you know, alongside Brent, uh, you guys just do a great job. But it's one of those things where, like you you talked about, if they would have scored, I forget. I, you probably know the X amount of points if they would have scored, uh, they would have wow. had a. If, yeah. If they scored 20 points a game, they would have been 12 and two at one point. <laughs> right. Like, right. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that's absolutely ridiculous. And it's, it is hard to believe it, it's it's so that's what I mean. I mean, the you can't play much worse, I think, than you did this season. So that would be my expectation. We can't be worse. We'll only be at least somewhat better and i think you'll that'll be com- most most likely competitive for a playoff spot if not the division i mean kansas city is tough that's a gauntlet but i i think you guys should make the play just based on what i see i think they should make the playoffs that defense is big time
1: yeah and then also next year i i did see like not the schedule but who's on the schedule next year i forget what uh, divisions were playing but the good thing is it's a fourth place schedule so that's going to push us forward a little bit too. I hope I'm touching 100%. wood here. Yeah, but um, we'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens. And, you know, at at, at minimum, um, Peyton knows what has to happen and he can assemble a staff and he knows what jobs have to be done to get players ready to play a game and Hackett clearly did not have that this year. And that drove me nuts. It drives me nuts when teams aren't, don't come in prepared to play mentally. It, it, you're getting fucking paid
0: Figured a lot, up. a lot of money too. Like uh, money. We can't, yeah, I, I can, I can't touch. So it, it's, it's going to be interesting. I think like, I saw the Broncos play a couple games. I saw them play the Ravens. That was an ugly game and I saw them play the Rams at the end of the year, but that, that game didn't even matter. But that was, just, it was just hard to believe like Russ looked the way he did. But like I said, I, I think they're going to rebound pretty well. And I, I just, Sean Payton, it seemed like they never really had horrible years. Like they'd have a couple of years where they, you know, they weren't ideal, but it was never like they weren't competitive. So I just kind of expect the same thing. Obviously you got John Elway in the front office there. Like, you know, it, it's just, I think they're, they're, they're going to figure it out. They, they, they have too many pieces in place. You You mentioned the Walmart guy, like just to, to have that flexibility to pay a coach that much money and not really sweat it is, is a luxury to have. So moving on from there on the other flip side of the coin, did you see much of the AFC championship game?
1: I watched that, that game beginning to end. Yeah. Um, I, you know, since <laughs> he fan is outraged at the refs and <laughs> you know, they, they got a bit of a point, but on the other side of that coin too, Burrow's Burrow had the ball twice with under nine minutes and you know, he didn't deliver. He hit, uh, in in the breakdown of talking about that game beforehand, I was saying like I think he's, he's going to get the pressure that the Bills didn't, and they did. They put they put Burrow on his ass a bit, and that's if you give that guy time, he's gonna he's gonna pick you apart. And my takeaways from that game is it it was anybody's game, anyone like yeah, that was a coin flip. Without that um, roughing. Uh, in, uh, uh, intentional roughing or whatever the hell, we unnecessary roughness to make that field goal. I don't know they make that field goal and then we're going to overtime. It it was that game was that close and that's Mahomes at seventy percent physically. That that I'm not going to say that cemented Mahomes' legacy, but he he came out and showed that that he's a baller and and he's he don't care. The the other stat I saw from that game uh Kansas City has ten wide receivers on their active roster, and they finished the game with three. And he
0: still dragged them to the to the finish line and got them over. Yeah, pretty remarkable. I mean, like you said, I mean, Mahomes kind of had those opportunities late. Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Burrow had those opportunities late, um, and didn't quite take advantage of them. Kind of hard to believe, only because he is Joe Co- Joe Cool, Joe Burr, all that type of deal. So I, I was kind of shocked. I mean, I I did pick the Chiefs to win this just on a gut feeling. I didn't think Mahomes would lose to him again, but the Bengals had their opportunities. And I mean, that late hit was just, oh man, that's a backbreaker. You know what I mean? That's, you gotta be, not that the game comes down to one play and you can't blame one person, but man, they dropped the ball. The game came down to one play, yeah. Right. It's, yeah. It's uh, like it. It and they were talking about uh,
1: Asai or whatever that kid's name. He had one of the best games he's ever had <laughs> up to that point. Up to that point, and that I I feel for him. Like he knows he fucked up, but he right. can't turn back time. And and now you got to wear it. And and it's going to be a long off season for that guy. Jesus. <laughs> I, I I pity him for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He, obviously. I mean, you can't like. It did come down to the one play, unfortunately. But, yeah, that's I, – I. if if I was a Cincinnati fan, I'd be losing my mind. I, I'd be like, cut that guy. I never want to see him again. That's just how I react to things. But, I mean, you know, he that's not what he intended to do. But you got to – in my mind, you got to be smarter than that. Like, he's already – you know, he's drifting out of bounds. What's the – are you trying to injure him? Are you, like, are you just trying to shake him up a little bit? But the risk is not worth the reward there. Like, you got to – it's the AFC Championship game
1: yeah and you know that that's the refs have to throw that flag they they he left them no choice like the one foot was out of bounds so yeah I'm sure in like the frustration of like fuck he just got a first down on us and like you prick and give him a shove <laughs> right but right. <laughs> you're not allowed to do that and I get it I, I totally understand how you can lose your cool for that 10th of a second but then now like that was a, that was such a critical 15 yards to, to end that game. And, you know, it's, it is what it is. And, and, uh you know, since he fat is going to be, is pissing and moaning about the refs and they, they, they have a point, but at the end of the day, I don't believe the Zebras decided that game for the chiefs.
0: Uh, The late hit on Burrow. I, I can't even remember what happened at this Yeah. Point, but... Like when they just gave him a two shots, right, right in the chest, right? right. Like that was, that was horseshit that that I mean come on they they call I mean I've seen Brady get so many calls that he barely got touched and and it's like come on man like that's they should have thrown one there in that moment too like I I don't know these Hmm. refs are so I don't want to say bipolar but they're so they are they are Jekyll and Hyde because sometimes they'll call a roughing the passer on something that it doesn't look like you know it was anything out of the ordinary and then there's an obvious one and they miss it right in front of them. And, and I don't want to take shots at ref, at refs. I know Brent is a, uh, is a referee at, at the amateur level, but, <laughs> but I mean, some of the, I, I think these NFL guys are getting paid way too much to like, just not be competent some of the time. Like if I don't know what it is, I can't understand it. Well, it's consistency, and I
1: also think football is the, the sport. Like, you you can throw a flag every play if you wish. Like, there's always some kind of holding, some kind of uh, illegal contact on the receivers. I, I don't know the answer, but I think there should be, like, as far as the PI goes, I think they should let them battle a little bit more. Like, uh, it, it's incidental contact should be more of a thing. I get it like putting that hand around the waist and turning him a little bit that's that's a penalty but some of this shit that you see like uh illegal contact past that 5-yard mark like come on that had nothing to do with the play the quarterback was looking on the other side the entire way and you're going to throw a flag and and give him that first down when it's like third and 12 <laughs> and now it's the five yards first down like it's it it's that it's not the yardage it's that first down that's just so punishing new set of downs is so important especially at,
0: yeah yeah i i think another and and you know we don't gotta beat up reps for the entire show but there there's there's pass interference where it's like the ball there was no way in hell the ball was gonna get caught um it, it's not even near anybody else uh like it's so far downfield and like i get it they were the receiver was held back but they weren't going to catch that even if they broke out of that you know the contact between the defender like when it's not Mm going to be catchable i come on i I don't what's the point of throwing the flag and i I see it all the time and i know college it's 15 yards in the nfl it's at the spot of the foul i i i agree with the 15 yards i think uh more so um than i do spot of the foul because if you throw if you throw a deep bomb like 60 yards down the field and, and that type of thing and, and they call it, it's like who knows if he would have caught – like there's so many factors. And it now you've cut the field, you know, two-thirds of the field's away just because of a, of a pass. Interference. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. Well, and it's so uh, – I won't say easy, but it, it's such a thing because uh,
1: you, you see the chemistry that Burrow has with Jamar Chase. He underthrows him on purpose, right? So he runs that route, stops turns and takes a step and that the the db is running and plows into him and there's your 40 yard pi penalty right and it's i get it he would have caught it and, and, and you know yet yeah, yet yeah, and, and that one you have to give him the yards because he for sure would have caught it and it's the, the these players are almost too good to even expect the game to be officiated the proper way because they're running like jesus like a 50 year old Uh, overweight white guy is trying to keep up to Jamar chase and whatever
0: DB is tailing his ass down the field.
1: You're not going to have a good look at it because you're 15 yards away. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Another (laughs) the the last, okay. The last thing I'll say about the officials in this, but that play where Cincinnati stopped them on third down and the officials weren't ready. I was like, you, I mean, you gotta be kidding me at that point. Like to reverse a play, like, you know, to, to change the outcome of the play. The
1: punter was on the field already. Right. And they sent him back off. Yeah. But, you know, they, they showed and the TV did show the one the one ref was blowing his whistle and doing this from the sidelines. So even though it they like execution of the officials doing their job was as bad as it can be, they did do the they they were doing the right thing, but they were doing the right thing in a really bad way.
0: That's, that's well said. Yeah. I just, I'm like, there is no, especially in a championship. Like if this oh, isn't a God, regular I mean, season I rate, game. Great. Yeah. Uh, just, I just, I do feel for Cincinnati on a couple of those. Like I, I can imagine, I, I can, you know, I can feel the pain as far as like, that's just, that's horseshit. That shouldn't happen. But um, you know, really- but then, then
1: there's, there's karma again, right? That Cincinnati mayor talking all his shit, asking Mahomes to take a paternity test, calling it Burrowhead <laughs> stadium, you know? Yeah. Go there and be a, be a be a guest. Don't talk shit. You, you can whisper shit and you can put your money down on, on Bodog and BetUS.com dot com. Uh promo code 1420. Uh and and but don't go there and, and be an asshole because you know it's uh uh what is it? Uh, revenge is a dish, best served cold, and they're eating a lot of crow that mayor, and <laughs> and whoever else said that.
0: They definitely got a little too cocky and I guess having Joe Burrow will will do that to, to a city or do that to a franchise. But Mahomes is no no slouch, obviously, and, and I, you can't really talk shit on Arrowhead. That That's one of those places you don't want to go and play, especially late in the year or in the playoffs. So really one of the last things I wanted to touch on with you is, you know, I'm not going to call Tom Brady the G word. Everybody does it. I'm not going to do it. I'm tired of him. Uh, what do you, What do you think about Tom Brady, quote unquote, officially hanging it up this time? Is he actually done for certain, without a doubt? And what just what are your thoughts about about that?
1: I'm eighty percent certain he's done. You know, I'll be disappointed if he comes out of retirement. And unlike you and uh our friend at Fan of the Van, Jim, I don't I don't hate Brady. I don't hate him. He's all that fucker does is win. And and you gotta really tip your hat. I don't understand a lot of the decision he makes. I don't understand why he would choose football for one more year over his wife and kids. Um, I I don't understand a lot of that. There's, there's rumblings now because like I, I read it today, Purdy needs Tommy John. So he's out for a year, not six months. And then like, Oh, he's going to San Fran. He's going to San Fran. And sure. If he wants to do it, it's, it's his life. It's his legacy. You, you're allowed to do what you want. But um, I I I think he should stay retired. <laughs> as far as the goat, <clears throat> I don't I I myself don't think he's the greatest quarterback of all time. He's with the um he's the winningest quarterback of all time, which requires so many things to fall into place. And you know he did his part in obviously executing on the field, and he did his part by taking less money every year. So his team could get him the offensive line. His team could get him the the, the offensive weapons. The, the, and, and I don't know how many linebackers and linemen you can sign with 10 million bucks, but like he was making 10 million less than, than the big boys for his whole career. And, and that's, that's commendable because it's his commitment to winning. So he's the winniest of all time. I think uh, Joe Montana and John Elway were better quarterbacks, but at the end of the day he has seven rings and and john only has two
0: not the answer i expected to hear from you uh that he is maybe not the the greatest of all time everybody everybody and their mother uh claims that he is uh and and i'm not trying to like him as a quarterback he's a hell of a player i can't take that away from him. he's a nozzle in my opinion just as a person i every time i see him it, it almost pains me to to see him on the TV screen. So I, I'm just sick and tired of it. I'm over it. I want him gone. I've wanted him gone since he left New England, basically. And um, yeah, no, you bring up an interesting point. I was listening to a couple of other podcasts and they were talking about how there's, I mean, who knows, who knows the, the, the marriage thing and, and what really goes on behind closed doors. But some people speculate that the, the marriage was going to fall apart regardless. So he was like, fuck it. Like I love playing football. I'm going to go play football regardless if the marriage, you know, falls apart as, as a, you know, in result of that, uh, it is what it is. Like, I, I think we'll never truly know. And maybe knowing Tom Brady, he'll probably win her back because he wins her, wins everything. Um, but <laughs> I, uh, I'm not rooting for him in any type of way. I, I definitely am a, a Brady hater. Uh, it was nice to see the Eagles finally win a Super Bowl, and it was against him. That that couldn't have been any better for me. But obviously just the accomplishments are, are a laundry list. But I, I'm just – I'm tired of, of hearing the name, seeing the face, everything else. So uh, I, if he's on Fox, you know, doing the games – in the broadcast booth I'll, I'll mute the tv that's fine with me I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll survive i i just can't i can't with that guy anymore I, and and mac jones for whatever reason i've already maybe it's just that like i said i'm a i'm a boston hater through and through so it is what it is i i
1: saw it today as we were waiting i was waiting for the invite to come through aaron Kraft just put out uh an invitation he wants uh brady to sign a one-day contract so he can retire as a patriot
0: of course of course that was Fuck coming, right? off yeah just
1: <laughs> stop it with that shit I oh he like will
0: it. he'll do it yeah i i don't know it's just too much it, it's it's he's overstayed his welcome in my opinion like you said i think if he went to san fran i'd probably pick them to win the super bowl i i have confidence in him as a player they're a hell of a squad you know they get to the nfc championship with purdy so i mean they they there's no way they don't at least make the Super Bowl, in my opinion, come out of the NFC. So uh, the, the time will tell. But I, I said it last year. I was like, he's not done. I, I called that one as soon as he retired. I was like, he's not actually retired. This time, I'm still like fifty fifty. I'm not. I'm not fully convinced.
1: Well, he did it himself this time. Schefter didn't leak it, so that's why I, I give this a lot more credence. Like it wasn't announced. He just dropped it on his whatever TikTok. I saw it on Twitter. So.
0: All right, want to shout out Dave for coming on the show, uh, giving his really honest opinion on a bunch of topics there and didn't want to give him too much crap about the uh, 49ers' performance just due to the circumstances of, of Brock Purdy getting injured, obviously, and Josh Johnson getting injured. And as promised, he came on. Definitely check their podcast out, 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, as they they get into a bunch of different topics, a bunch of laughs, a bunch of shenanigans. Great listen, great podcast. Also, don't want to forget about Jim at Fan in the Van Sports Podcast. Also, a very funny show, entertainment level is Through the Roof. Definitely check those out, as well as Level the Playing Field. Those guys continuously push content. Those three podcasts are my main supporters, my main guys that I go back and forth with. But also, uh, as of lately, definitely We Like Sports podcasts. I've been taking a listen to them. And they do a great job as well. So, you know, if you give me a like, give me a follow, give JD and I support, definitely go out and support those four podcasts in addition to anybody I retweet and and follow and things like that. So hopefully everybody has a great weekend. No NFL, uh, which is a little strange, but definitely some NBA, some NHL I'll catch up on. And as always, you know, appreciate the support from everybody that tunes in. We're going to continuously push content and and try and give you guys what you want. and, And any feedback is appreciated. So we'll catch you on the flip side.